What up? Welcome into the Switchmasters podcast. We got a loaded, loaded show for you today. We're talking about this crazy first two days of NBA free agency. We got trade talks. We got Dame. He's getting out of Portland. He's coming to my team, potentially. We got got a lot of dudes getting the bag. We got extensions. We got trades. We got movement. We got everything, man. Tune in. Switchmasters coming to you. Free agency, man, it's upon us. And we got big news, (laughs) big news out of the West Coast. Portland's one of their best players ever, Damian Lillard, has officially requested a trade, man. Been many years up in Portland, many ups and downs for Dame and, and, and the team and the squad. He was trying to wait it out for a long time. Try to get to a point where they could rebuild and, and make something work around him that could get him into contention, and it didn't come into a fruition, man. Dame has officially requested a trade. Yeah, bro. Are, are we surprised by this? Is Are, are y'all actually surprised by this? Swiss Masters basketball fans. Listen. Dame has waited a long time to get this team to be like up there. That's all he wanted. He just wants a chance to compete. And let's look at the moves that Portland Trailblazers did. One, you don't trade a valuable pick that you have for veteran players. Okay, that can help Dame. You keep and draft Scoot Henderson again. In this situation, that's a great point guard and future to have. For real, Portland in a good spot. But that's just one move y'all did. Two, the only free agent move y'all did so far is sign Jeremy Grant to a five-year deal. A big deal, by the way. Which I'm not sure that's the smartest move money-wise, but I was like, okay, that still doesn't really move the needle for Portland. That's literally the only move they did. Yeah. Only move. And now Dame requesting the trade. I mean, it's not that surprising, y'all. <laughs> and by the way, uh, so there's literally only one team that <laughs> that's reported that he's gonna go to. He put it out there himself, y'all. Like that's Miami is the place that's that he'll go to. It's basically it's, that's it's basically a done deal right now. So my question to you is like, Zay, are you worried that Damien will probably be traded somewhere else? Because he doesn't have a no trade clause. They can't technically trade him wherever they want to for the best deal. Miami doesn't have the most assets. The Jazz are rumored to be in the hunt. The Clippers are rumored to be in the hunt. Yeah. And to make this deal work, Miami needs a three-team deal to work out. They need three teams to be involved. So, of course, we have the Heat um, in Portland. They still need a third team to be involved. So, the Nets have been rumored to be involved a little bit. But, you know, mm-hmm. these are all just rumors. Yep. But same thing, though. Are you worried that Dane could go somewhere else? Am I worried? I wouldn't say worried is the word I would use, but it is possible that he could go somewhere else especially with him not having a no-trade clause. 
the Blazers ultimately have the control in the situation. And I think I'm optimistic, and I really know that Miami is prioritizing this trade happening, finding a way to make it happen. So I, I, I really believe at the end of the day he'll end up in Miami. But there is there are 28 other teams out there with – we can do this, we can do that, we can put together draft picks, we can put together this package. It all really just depends on what the Trailblazers are looking to get. If they what are they willing to accept, I guess, in this in this situation. For the Heat, uh, I agree that I think it'll be best if we can add a partner in the trade with Portland. Um, I've been seeing a few scenarios, a few different situations. Per this player is off limits. This player is this. We need this many draft picks. I've it's I've heard a lot of stuff, but I'm pretty confident that Dame has let it be known that Miami is the the destination for him, and I think everyone is eager to to see it happen. Just just don't know how it's going to happen. I I, I believe that's going to happen though. Um. I mean, if you look at the past few superstar trade requests, uh, obviously we're going to get into James Harden. But you look at him, you look at KD, they've essentially gotten to where they wanted to. Yeah. The superstars have kind of had that little sway, even though they didn't have a no-trade clause. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking that Dame has a big, a really, I wouldn't say 100%, but a, a highly... <laughs> Highly high percentage chance of going to the Heat as he's requested, even though he doesn't have no trade clause. Yeah, I will say this though. Uh we have seen recently Donovan Mitchell really we really thought he was going to the Knicks. Yeah. But he went to the Cavaliers, which is kinda they came out of left field, you know what I'm saying? Although again, Donovan is now on the same level as Dane. And the difference here too is that Dame has been a loyal soldier and yeah. with the Trailblazers, so that's the difference there. But if, but in the past, most of the time, superstars get to go where they want to go. Yeah. Um, even if they've been there a long time, the most other recent example, like James Harden was kind of tumultuous. Like it was, it was difficult during the move. Yeah. So I want to I want to go there, but I would say all right, Russ, for example, long time OKC, he was ready to go. He wanted to get the trade to Houston, and he got there. So I think that's a more recent example I can look at compared to like the short term and Donovan Mitchell, who has been with the Jazz a couple of years. Yeah. So it does look all signs point go with the Heat, man. And uh, then within a deal, you see Tyler Hero. Is involved. His name is in the rumors. We kind of mm-hmm. predicted that a little bit. We kind of talked about that before. So it's just all about a matter of when and when it drops. We'll react to that. I'm sure you'll be happy. And <laughs> all signs point to Dane being a member of the Heat. And when that does happen, we'll see what the roster looks like. We'll see what the moves they potentially make. But yeah, yeah, we'll see, man. I'm, I'm, 
definitely looking forward definitely looking forward to it and I like you said uh Dame has been with the Trailblazers his entire career mm-hmm. stuck with them through plenty of ups and downs and I feel like you never know these days but I feel like they would want to honor him honor his request at least especially for what he's done for that team for that organization for that city I hope that they honor what he's wanting especially after all this time yeah hopefully so and again this has been a long time coming bro because even before the situation I talked about uh, this this trading CJ you know that's kind of the beginning of it too bro because and not actually finding pieces to really boost the team after that you know so it's just yeah it's been a void <laughs> for a minute yeah beginning of the end <laughs> say mentioned we were getting to the James Harden situation so get this First, let's just recap James Harden's career so far. Uh, drafted OKC, one of my favorite players, OKC. Kind of bombed out in the playoffs a little bit, but it's all good. James Harden still loves you. Uh, beat Sam Preston, tried to cheap on him a little bit with the deal, but, you know, he went to the Rockets. Made a name for himself. Made a step back a thing. Drawing fouls a thing, man. Superstar in Houston. Um, getting close, getting close to the finals. He had some couple playoff, bad playoff performances. Request a trade. Forces himself, forces himself out of Houston. Uh, to go to the Nets. To be a new big three with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, right? Didn't like yeah. that situation. Question another trade. Ends up in Philly. Playing with Joel Embiid. Uh, top MVP, MVP candidate this past season, right? James Harden had some up and down performances in playoffs, but ultimately flamed out. Yeah. Now, James <laughs> Harden. He opts into his to his player option, which is surprising, by the way. Instead of just being the free agent, opts into his option because you want that money and request a trade. <laughs> to where I don't know because he opted in it makes it pretty difficult to get this trade going <clears throat> and depending on who you are you may consider Damian Lillard to be a more valuable asset than James Harden at this point in his career I feel like most NBA, team, the NBA teams will do that and will say that so James Harden You're in a pretty good situation, Aubrey. Doc Rivers was fired, man. <laughs> Some people probably could argue it's because uh. of him. I'm just saying. Uh, you got Nick Nurse, championship head coach. Yeah. Billy is not a bad situation. Not bad at all. No. So... First of all, I don't know why he requested this trade. And what what team are you going to go to? I know he wants to go to a contender properly. 
there's rumors about the Suns. There was rumors about the Clippers. There was rumors about um, the Heat, but you know, I don't know, man. <laughs> where, do you, where do you think this whole James Harden situation, and where do you see him ultimately ending up? James Harden in recent years has been interesting. He he had a <laughs> very interesting exit out of Houston for sure. Got to Brooklyn. It was looking like, oh, it's showtime in, in, in Brooklyn and BK, and things fell apart very quickly with the injury and just, you know, players not wanting to be there, organization, dysfunction. You get to the Sixers, and, you know, he's hurt. He's banged up the first little half of the season he gets there, and then come, well, all, right, all right, the summer comes around, 2022. All right, he's back. He's ready. He's good to go. We're seeing him in the gym. We're seeing him hoop. We're, you know, and – uh. For the most part, he was. Um, got to the playoffs. Joel Embiid, MVP. And he flames out again. And it's just like, ah, uh, Like, two things I think about this whole James Harden trade situation. I personally don't think that at this point in his career, James Harden can be the best player on a championship team. And secondly, I don't think James Harden can be the second player (laughs) on a championship team to somebody else. And what I'm trying to say is that we saw what he was with Philly this year. And I feel like James Harden isn't ready to take the back seat if that makes sense. I, I feel like he wants to do what he's been doing. What made him be the, you know, scoring, three-time scoring, two-time assist champ. Like, he has the ball in his hands. He's the playmaker. He's the scorer. He's, you know, he has the most possessions. And it's at a point in his career where he's he's thinking, like, all right, this is how I hoop, and I've won this way, so I'm going to stick to what I do. But – he didn't really adjust his game enough. Well, I'm not going to say enough, but the right way in Philly. I feel like at times he deferred to Embiid. But then he was just another player on the floor. He wasn't He wasn't at times aggressive. He wasn't taking shots that we would expect him to. And he doesn't really, he didn't know how he would fit. And I feel like now he's wanting out because he wants to be himself again. But at the same time, if he's wanting a championship, I can't see him doing that like what he was doing in Houston and winning unless he has, I don't know, the the perfect puzzle pieces, which I don't know what that means right now because he's going to go into another situation. I've heard about the Clippers. I've heard, you know, different teams and, and, it's kind of hard to see where he could land. Um, one, because like I said, I, I don't think he can be the number one guy. I've heard him about him going back to Houston, which is like, that to me just is not going to move the needle for that team, for him. And two, if he were to go and be traded to a team like the Clippers, is he going to be able to, at this point in his career, um, is he going to be a complimentary piece to another superstar? 
can he be able to get you 20 and 10 consistently and make the right play with the Clippers or, or with the Suns or anybody? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't really know if he has it in his mindset. So until I see that, this is just, to me, it's James Harden's window of being a champion. To me, it's kind of slimming or closing. And then two, what team is, especially if you're a, a team that's wanted, wanting to win a championship, wanting to be a, a top contender in the league, what are you going to give up for him? And then two, what are you going to get out of him? It's kind of hard to say at this point because we don't know what James Harden is getting. If you're, you know, he has a game where he's going for 45 and 12 and 10 rebounds, or is he going to go for a game where he gets eight points and he shoots eight for 22 and struggles to handle the ball? It's, it's just kind of hard to say. I like James Harden a lot, and this is no dig at him, but over the past few years, I just don't know where his mind is. If I knew where his mind was, if he was like, all right, I can be the second guy, the third option, whatever. Or is he going to, or does he want to be the first guy, get the most points and shots and everything and, and call the shots? But, you know, that means basically building everything around him and hoping that it works. So I don't know what team wants to do that and where his mind is as far as where he is in his career. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, it's been reported that Harden requested a trade because he was extremely upset at how the team handled his free agency. So, and to go a little bit more details about that, uh, there's multiple reports about this. Even Nick Wright talked about it. Uh, Nick Wright has contacts in that Sixers organization so like you know the Sixers have been like in trouble for um, I think the word slipped in my mind the official word tampering yes there we go tampering they've been in trouble for tampering and you know with, tam- with tampering you talk to people before you're supposed to free agency open like a certain time and a certain day James Harden used to get in treatment like hey what are we gonna do you know what I'm saying? So, like, and to be honest, like, all teams do this. There's a reason all these, all this news broke out right at 6 o'clock. <laughs> just, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. But still, James Harden didn't like how he was being uh, treated. So, and that led him to requesting a trade. Again, up until his player option, then limits his choices, but... James Harden has a history of forcing things to go his way. Like if the Sixers don't trade him, and that's this is what this was reported very really very recently, that they haven't ruled out trying to mend the fences and try to keep him. James Harden's on an expiring contract. So he has to prove it. This is a prove it year again for him. So He has to have a successful season. He has to ball out. So, me personally, I think his best bet is to stay in Philly and try it again. Because the teams that are willing to try to get you are the Clippers and James, you know, with uh, Kawhi and PG already signed off on 
trying to get them there. Other than that, the options are limited. Because otherwise, most teams are trying to get Dane. Even the Clippers. I bet the Clippers are still trying to get Dane. Like, you know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. So. And I agree with what you're saying, man. James has kind of proved that he's not the best player on the championship team. We've seen that in Houston. A couple years in Houston. Yeah. So. And just have, and even though he's he's so close, I still remember the conference finals. So close, just 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 bad, man. And I believe he's still the top. I, I, yeah, I think he's, I think he's number one in turnovers in the playoff game. So yeah, man, James Harden. I hope he. I hope I don't know. We'll we'll monitor this. We'll see what happens. But I, I think the best place he needs to be in Stella is to stay in Philly, you know, and try to prove it. Like, where do you think he should be? Like, this is my thing with Philly, though. We saw how Ben Simmons got the treatment, and obviously it's a different situation than Ben. Sure. But Philly is a Philly is all about Philly, and right if you request the trade, but now you got to stick around for a while, it's gonna be. That's a good point. Hey, a little tension with your teammates, and then the fans are not going to be happy. That's a good point. as a player, and you request a trade, that's something you have to deal with. Um, But I I do think that this probably will be the best situation. I really just want him to adjust his game. If he adjusts his game... I think he wants to. Because remember the the comments he made about... uh, he was like, after he had that good game in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, yo, I can do this. Like, they, you know, like, this is, this is what I do. They had me adjust my game, whatever. Like, comments like that, and I was paraphrasing right there. Mm-hmm. Comments like that shows, like, okay. He's not willing to do it. And then Doc Rivers' comments, that doesn't help at all. Nope. Talking about how James is as a player. Yeah. And his unwillingness to adjust. So it's, it's like, it doesn't look good. But we've seen him do it, though. We've seen it with the Nets. It's just not the same, man. It's just, it's just not the same, James Harden. I think um, looking at the Nets versus the Sixers, Nets never had a, a dominant inside presence like Embiid. And you're playing a different type of two-man game when you're looking at Philly with Embiid and Harden. And and it was a little more free-flowing in Brooklyn, obviously. They all kind of took turns at times, and they have pick-and-roll options with Claxton. And, but Embiid is like a guy that you, you have to get the ball down low in the post. And James Harden, I don't think he's ever had to, as I'm looking back at his teams there's never been a dominant big like that he's never played with someone who you give the ball to in the post and then you work around them he's he's you know he's used to being on the perimeter mm-hmm. I, I know he's capable of this he's able to cut because i've seen it at okc even in houston <laughs> in early days but yeah i don't think he wants to um the only yeah philly is like where i could see him like potentially, but other than that, maybe 
Only 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 other team that makes sense to me is the Clippers. And and then on top of that, the Clippers are were rumored to be shopping Paul George. So it's like, okay, maybe that's True. a swap. But I don't know if you want to give that up for James Harden because I feel like not that I'm not saying who's better or whatever, but I'm saying that what Paul George is able to do you for do for you on offense, on defense, and the way he fits as a piece as the team like emerges mm-hmm. it's not the same thing if you get James Harden in the mix and how do I just it, even like if it, if they keep PG Harden with Kawhi doesn't move it it's still kind of the same situation because Kawhi yeah. is an all around guy who also and, posts up and kind of takes a question man like defensively you yeah. lose something so yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, that doesn't work for me either, man. The only way that can potentially work is that if they keep Maul, if they keep Paul George, and Kawhi. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know what assets these people have. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's unrealistic because the money situation. That's to true. Make that work, you're gonna have to give up Kawhi RPG just because of the money alone. But I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Or they can do a combination of world players that they have and sacrifice their death a little bit. But that's about it. It's a tough situation. But I'm eager to see where he ends up. <laughs> Whether it's in Philly or somewhere I, else. I I think he'll... I don't know. We'll see. You made a good point about the team dynamics, though. If he, if he wants to be the old James Harden, quote-unquote, and be the scoring champ... He'll go somewhere where he won't really be able to win a championship. Like I, I can see him going to mm-hmm. somewhere. I'm not gonna name a team, but hey, what about the uh, the Rockets were, and you know that there were a long time rumor. Maybe the Rockets will be the destination, and the Rockets could be. Uh, how that like falls into place, I I don't know, but I don't like. That, I don't even like that because they have so many guards and they just signed yeah. more guards. So it's just exactly. like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, man. That's, that's tough. So free agency is truly upon us. We saw a lot of big deals in the first couple of days, man. And a big question mark was around superstar point guard Kyrie Irving. But he has officially re-signed with the Dallas Mavericks for three years, hundred plus million dollars. Um, we were all kind of wondering, all right, what's Kyrie gonna do? Or is he gonna go to the Lakers? Is he going to the Suns? Is he where's he gonna end up? And uh, he ended up staying staying with the Mavs. So, what do you think this? Uh, what do you think of this uh, signing, man? What do you think this means for Kyrie and and, and Dallas? Yep, it's uh, a 126 million for three years, including the player option. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny because this is one of the things. This is one of the first dominoes to really fall, you know. Yeah, because we're all wondering, but since free agency opened, <laughs> revealed that they kept them. I mean, yeah. if you're the Mavericks, you kind of had to do that. Because you already gave up so much for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. And if you walked in free agency, you, you, you just lose at that point. 
So at least if you resign them, you can have the option to at least trade them if things don't work out. Now, Howard yeah. um, is still a very valuable player. It's just availability has been the question. Um, that's really been the only question for Kyrie. Availability, whether it's injury or his own personal reasons. So, we'll see how the Mavericks do this season. Luka is looking good. Uh, I, have to, I have to assume that Kyrie, with the full, you know, offseason program with the Mavericks, more chemistry building with Luca, all that would be better. And I would kind of have to assume that. But looking at other deals that they made, the Mavericks also got Seth Curry, Dante Exum, and Dwight Powell returns to the Mavericks. So all oh, those are good moves. Because one of the things about the Mavs is the one thing about the Mavs is that they have to build their depth. And these are pretty good players. So yeah, yeah, you're the Mavericks. Good job. Just good luck with Kyrie. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I think Kyrie also knows that he has to come out and, and show his worth. I think he, from what I've seen so far in the off season, I've seen him some of his workouts. He seems focused. And shout out to shout out. Well, I gotta shout out Kyrie and shout out to his stepmom becoming the first uh, female agent to sign and to you know no, negotiate this type of contract so shout out to mrs irving you know what i mean that's that's history in the making and now i think Kyrie's gonna do well uh him and him and luca have like you said have some time to mesh and and the team can build and they, and they can get better and they got jason kidd at the helm so they're gonna be i think they're gonna be good i like this i i, I want to see how they do for sure another big re-signing man Draymond Money Green re-signed with the Golden State Warriors. So the core stays intact. Dre, Steph, and Clay added CP3. I'm looking to see what that what they're gonna look like, and um, it's gonna be interesting, man. But Draymond, obviously, we were wondering. Like I heard rumors about the Lakers. I heard stuff about <laughs> other teams and wanting more money and everything, and Especially with his uh, the punch, everything from then on has just been like, all right, well, you're a problem. But I think they see his value. His presence is important. And I think it was a good move, man. So, what do you think about Draymond staying with the Warriors? Yeah, and his deal was four years, 100 million. And honestly, I was kind of surprised about that a little bit. And that's four years. Mm. Draymond definitely wins in this situation. Uh, yeah. He does have a player option in the final year, though. But, yeah, like you said, this the trio stays intact. The core stays. Um, I'm really interested to see what happens after this. Uh, they also got Corey Joseph. Yeah. Maybe you already talked about Chris Paul. I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> I still don't. I still don't. I'm glad. I was like, in our previous podcast, that we talked about like, yo, they got to keep Draymond Green because otherwise, 
It doesn't work. Well. You, yeah, it doesn't work. So at yeah. least you got him, and you can still try to build around. I still say they need to go after a big yeah. to be competitive. Yeah. Um, Boogie Cousins. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's out there. There's still some big men out there. Yeah. So maybe they make they maybe they do some more things. So remember for a minute, Draymond was linked to the Lakers, like you mentioned. He was linked to Portland for a minute. But nope. He's back with the Warriors. And yep. Shouts to Warriors for getting the deal done. Hey, they want to keep it going. And they uh Draymond's been a part of each of their championships. So you could arguably say that without him, they might not be there. That's true. So we have another re-signing. Um, kind of surprised by this one, but Chris Middleton staying with the Bucks after all. Got him a new deal. Go up there and uh, bang it out with Giannis. Brooke Lopez also re-signed with, with, with the Bucks, and his twin brothers joining him. Robin Lopez also going to the Bucks. Um, I'm kind of not surprised here. Expect the Middleton to be there. I think he has found the home in Milwaukee. Obviously, him and, and Giannis and that group is they're a tight knit group. So uh, I think it's good for the Bucks. I think they also have kept their core pretty much, and I think it'll be a good look for them in the future, uh, especially with Middleton getting the summer off. He can get back uh, healthy after that uh, knee injury he had this past season he was dealing with, and still got Drew. And you got the Lopez twins, and you got Giannis. Like, can't complain. Yeah, the contract value: three years, hundred two million. Uh, good deal for him. You mentioned the Lopez twins. Jay Crowder returned. I was kind of surprised by that. Let me, oh, he did. Just considering oh. the playtime, yeah, he he returned for a one year deal, and they got Malik Beasley on a one year deal. So. Uh, good moves. Milwaukee definitely wants to win now. There have been rumors recently about Giannis. You know, if he's not happy with Milwaukee, if he doesn't sign an extension, you know, teams are eyeing out and looking out for that. So, yeah. well, if the Bucks are still in win now mode, they have to have a better season than how they closed out this past year. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, the Heat are a great team, but still. To lose to an eight seed, just saying that 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 doesn't need to happen. Like when things like that happens, most of the time there are monumental changes, and the change that happened was, of course, to get rid of the coach. I wonder how Adrian Griffin is going to handle this. Uh, I'm excited to see how he coaches. Because yeah. uh, apparently Giannis is all in on him. That's the main thing. So. I wonder what scheme he's going to implement. I wonder how the players are going to respond to him. You know, just stuff like that. So, yep. We'll 100%. see, but we'll see. But shout out to Milton getting that bag because some some will argue that's an overpay, considering his recent injury history. I can understand that. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Lopez, that's a big win. Big win right there. Um, Definitely was key. Yeah. I wonder if getting Robin Lopez has something to do with it too. I don't know. I don't know. But that's cool. We'll see the twins play. For sure. Man, these players are getting money, bro. NBA all season time. It's time to extend some of these uh 
get these rookie extensions going. And these players are getting paid, man. A couple man. of max extensions, bro. LaMelo Ball worth up to 260. Tyrese Halliburton up to 260. Anthony Elbers up to 260. Man. Crazy, <laughs> bags, man. Bags, 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 bags. <laughs> Desmond Bain, bro, getting paid. How much you get paid again? Desmond Bain, 207. $207 million. <laughs> hey, man. If, if, if one of these guys just gives us like 0.5 percent of their <laughs> for a year <laughs> we'll be good bro a couple getting, months salary <laughs> getting paid man getting paid really? shout out to those players getting paid bro um those extensions crazy um also just where I mentioned to Christopher Zingas got an extension you know with that you know we got traded to the Celtics mm-hmm. uh it's like two years 60 million. Uh, so the Celtics have have them for some years, you know, as they try to make a run for a championship. Yeah. So, man, after all these deals, man, what, what, do, you, what do you think about some of these deals that happen, bro? Like, just shout out to those players getting the money. They're all in situations where it's like not the best competitive wise, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got to shout out to the guys, man. They, Got to the league and handled business, and now they're reaping the benefit, man. It's it's, it's really cool to see. Um, the one I'm really, like, just impressed about, at least his statement, was Anthony Edwards uh, talking about his new organization. It's going to open up, and in his statement, he said, I'm humbled, appreciative, and excited to remain in Minnesota as part of this incredible Timberwolves organization. It's amazing to see where hard work can take you. As part of his new max contract extension, he's introducing a new initiative in the Minnesota community called Don't Follow the Wave, stating that I want to do everything I can to help as many young people as I can, help set them up on the right path. So I think that's really cool, man. Um, Not only, you know, that he's able to reap the benefits of his hard work, like he said, but being able to give it back and build his community, build that that city, that organization around him. That's really cool. Um, and giving, you know, giving other youth, young kids an opportunity to get onto this path and, and learn and do something great. So I'm really, uh, I'm really happy about that. And I think that, I think Ann is a really good dude overall. He's still young. He's got, you know, some learning to do, but overall, I think his, his, his mind and his heart, they're in the right place. Yeah. Shout out to them, bro. Like, and shout out to that organization. They also made some good moves, getting some good players there too. And they, they got the kid Alexander Walker there, Troy Brown, yeah. Shaggy Milton. Yeah. You know, they got some good players too, man. We'll see how they turn out. But that's what's that's what's up, bro. Absolutely, man. Shout out to these guys. Hey, just remember, Switch Masters, we're shouting y'all out. So <laughs> we uh we we accept Zell and, and cash out Venmo, you know. If it's yeah. if it's on your heart, but <laughs> Yo. we appreciate. It. Ooh, man. Listen, and uh, and we talked about Tyrese too, man. Like the Pacers, they also got Bruce Brown, which is pretty impressive, man. Push. <laughs> it's also That's pretty surprising. funny after what uh his coach, former coach, said at the parade. 
What do you say? I forgot, man. What do you say? He said Bruce is coming back. They're they're bringing him back. They're running it back. Nah, but uh, Bruce is out of there. <laughs> Bruce is Bruce got the yeah. bag. He said I I got my chip and I'm 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 out. <laughs> right. And the Pacers also got Obi Toppin. Yeah. Trade with the Knicks, man. Yeah, I'm surprised about that trade a little bit, but you know. Me too. That's that's still a good asset to have, you know, if you're in Indiana. If anything, you're gonna lob it up. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I saw Tyrese Halliburton <laughs> said he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna he throw it up somewhere. Yeah, he'll throw it somewhere. Uh-huh. I'll be a father. <laughs> hey, he can't walk. That boy, he got hops, man. So it's 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 gonna be fun times in in Indiana. They're they're gonna be an interesting team for sure. Right. Yeah, man. Desmond Bain, bro. That's what's up. He's a, he's the guy in the situation that could be kind of you know competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, they already got uh, Marcus Smart, like we talked about. Yeah. Culture shifter. Uh, they also recently just got D-Rose, man. Another. Good fit. <laughs> yeah, Derrick Rose. So, yeah, it's cool to see all that, man. 100%. But shout out to these players and organizations giving them that money, bro. <laughs> shout out to the bag. <laughs> All right, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm apologize to Rob Palenka right now, <laughs> sir. You know what you're doing. I apologize. The moves you made this off season, pretty solid. Pretty I ain't gonna perfect. lie, man. It's pretty solid, bro. So we know you allow y'all Lakers fans out there. If you're not Lakers fans, you're a LeBron fan. So. Gotta talk about this. First of all, they got Cam Reddish hmm. on a two-year deal. Torian Prince on a one-year deal. Dave Vincent. Yeah. I was surprised, bro. What what happened right there, bro? How how did Gabe not return to the Heat, man? You gotta tell me. What Money. happened right there? <laughs> Still Money. though, that's a uh, valuable thing y'all have. I mean, I, I really thought y'all would be able to resign him. I was hoping for it too. I like Gabe. Uh, obviously, Gabe was uh, an essential part of our playoff run this year, this past season. But I think he was only—they were only able to offer him eight million a year or something like that. Uh, the Lakers were obviously able to offer a little bit more at eleven million a year. So ultimately, um, I think he just got a, a better offer. And he took it. I think he's originally from California. I think it just was a, a deal that made sense for him. And obviously, he's going to get a good opportunity with the Lakers. Um, and, yeah, it, it sucks to to lose him. But at the same time, I am happy for him because I think he is a very, very uh, talented player in this league for sure. So, shout out to Gabe, man. Shout out to, shout out to him for what he was able to accomplish this year. Uh, his impressive play, and for his new contract, so it's still still love off the court. But when we go at the Lakers, we're gonna go at him too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's what's up. But they also got Marie Hachimura to return. Uh, that Austin Reeves, that's big too. That's a very big one. Uh-huh. And they got DeAndre Russell and Jackson Hayes, which I think is underrated, but they needed that. They need a big man. Yep. So, 
I those think are all the moves so far. Yeah. That the Lakers think, made. Definitely, man. They they made some good moves. Um, a lot of good moves, man. They really filling out that roster really well. Uh, they got some. They got good wing depth. Uh, Frontcourt looking good. Guard play is looking great. You gotta assume Gabe Vincent's gonna start at this point. Over uh, Russell. I mean, just considering <laughs> how Russell played when we last saw him. Yeah, it's possible. Schroeder, Schroeder was getting more minutes. So, True. and Austin Reeves definitely, I think he was going to move to that starting role too, Austin Reeves. He should. They, 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 that actually came out too in the report, like he'll get a more prominent role. And he deserves it, man. So, shout yeah. out to the Lakers. Those are all good moves. Really good moves. 100%. And they could still potentially want another big man, I'm hearing, in the rumor mill. So does this mean you get to go out and try to keep Mo Bomb Mo, Mo-, Mo- Bamba? <laughs> Mo Bamba. We can try to keep Mo or um Dwight. Still out there. Still out there. Good vet. You know? <laughs> Good vet. You need someone to go up against your so just saying, but shout out to LA for those moves, man. And, where do you see this now? Does this push the needle for LA? Are they? I, I still want to say they're favorites in the West for me. No, they're. This they could potentially be a top ten, top contender in the West. Potentially, it's all about AD to me and how's LeBron gonna look. That's the that's the main thing you have to think about is. Injury status of LeBron and AD, um, and can AD be the best player? Because LeBron needs to be able to still be himself, but in spurts where he's not having to do it for a whole game, whole series, whole season. Right, that's not going to be good for him in this point in his career. He, even though he's obviously father father prime time, um, I think these are good. Moves this really makes them competitive, but they're not the favorites. The Nuggets are still just too stacked at this point in the Western Conference. But they add a big man or you know a couple of key pieces here and there, make some moves. I, I like what they're doing. I, I, they're building something good, and they did get to the conference finals with less. So I, I do like them. Yeah, I like them too. We'll see how it plays out, though. Just depends on how AD approaches the season mm-hmm. and health status of him and LeBron. So we know the Suns made a big trade to get Bradley Bill. Uh, they also got Jordan Gooden and Isaiah Ty in that trade with the Wizards and the Pacers. So that left them with a limited booze and cast space. So, you know, they, their roster was literally... Bradley Bill, those two players we mentioned. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's basically it. You know, they got campaign, right? So you also got, they made some moves. They got Kayla Bates, Diop, Drew Eubanks, Eric Gordon, Damian Lee. I don't know if this pronounce this dude's name, man. <laughs> Metu, 
Josh Kogi. And you two are not. You two. Watanabe. I know I'm pronouncing his name right. <laughs> What's the, how you pronounce the other dude's name? Chim- I see him all the time. I see him. I don't know how to pronounce his dude's name. Chimize. <laughs> Me too. I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry, man. No offense. Hey, man, we're trying. We- <laughs> no offense, bro. No offense. But either way, this is the Suns roster. Um, I mean... Overall, man. Um, what are you, what are your thoughts on the Bulls, man? Like, I think they added some decent pieces. Obviously, uh, Damian Lee was a great shooter for him uh, this past season. Getting him back was good. Eric Gordon is a big one. Another guy who can space the floor, uh, knock down perimeter shots, and handle the ball a little bit. Joshua Kogi was really good for them. A good two-way guy. Good energy. Drew Eubanks. Nice signing. Overall, these are good signings. Um, they are. Still, it's it's filling out a little bit. You gotta get some players. Bit. You gotta get some players on the roster. For sure. You know? so, <laughs> For sure. I mean, you gotta get some players there. So, I mean, I'm yeah. not the needle, but not really. Definitely, they had to add some players for sure, but uh. It looks really moving much for me. It's nah. all about how they all mesh together. It's on the one basketball. How yeah. Bradley Bill gonna mesh Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Yeah. And, and can Devin Booker continue his track from the playoffs, man? Because he was like down unstoppable in the playoffs for a minute. Yeah. He had a really unbelievable stretch. Yeah. So I think uh the biggest question for them at this point, they have Aiden at the center. Uh, do you need, do you get another, or you got Drew Eubanks, I guess, as the backup, but are you going to, not, I'm not, I'm not trying to minimize his, uh, his, his value, but are you sticking with Cameron Payne as your point guard, like starting, or are you going to go out and get another, playmaking point guard who can kind of help ease some of the ball handling duties off of Booker, off of KD, off of Bradley Bill, who can get them easier shots, who can get them easier looks and, and kind of be an attacker who also is able to find them and, and make things easier on the whole team. Um, because right now, I don't know if they're like looking to start Cameron Payne, if they're looking to bring him off the bench for to be the spark. And what does this look like as far as sets and, and who's going to initiate offense? Is it going to be Book? Is it going to be Bradley? Is it who, Who's it going to be for them? Um, I would love to see them add a decent point guard. Um, unless they, they unlock campaign and let him be, be that guy. But... Overall, they're building a roster, <laughs> you know. So, I think that's a good. They're they, they're going in the right direction uh, right now. Like you said, it just depends on how they all the big the the big three how they mesh. Yeah. 
that is what they're missing. I, and it'd be interesting to see what they do as well. For sure. That is literally what they're missing. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But that, that is what they need. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to probably stagger the minutes, though. Based yeah. on what they got. You know what I'm saying? Like, Devin Booker, we see him playmate in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So I would assume that he'll be... Depends on whether they start campaign or not. You know, that Cam rest, Devin Booker be a primary playmaker with some other pieces. They got, that's the thing though. They got so many superstars and how they stagger the minutes. You have to assume Bradley Bill can handle it. You know, we'll have to, he'll be, he'll have some pressure to playmate. We've seen KD playmate a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, I'm assuming they'll stagger the minutes. And if the, most of the dudes belong to Campaign and Devin Booker if they don't sign somebody else. Yeah. I just feel like it would make it so much easier on those guys, though. I definitely do think, like, you should stagger the minutes and let them be the primary handler. But at the same time, it's like, with all of them on the floor... It would be so, they would be so dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, if you had like a, like a traditional point guard. Honestly, bro, like, yeah. it's going to be crazy. <laughs> but if they had a Russell Westbrook who's just attacking, not even like, you know what I mean? Like, Yo, if, if Russell went there, bro, he was just, that would be had so an much attacking space. guard, and they, he just, he still, still run that pick and roll with Aiden, with Aiden and pick and roll. Fine, whoever. If you don't pick yeah. him up at the rim, he's booming it on you. Or if you like suck the defense in, Dump it out the book. Dump it out the Bradley. Dump it out the KD. It's it's easy, but crazy. I don't know who's available like that for oh. for them to be able to pick up or trade for maybe. But that would be nice. I feel like it would make it. It would, then I would be looking like okay, maybe this could be something for for the Suns for real. I don't know. Right then, yeah, that would definitely move the needle for me a little bit for real. It would, right was, it would move them up the ladder. For real, uh, like right behind the Nuggets for me. They did something like that, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. Man, we got some movement in H Town. Rockets makes some big moves. Uh, one guy that we were, you know, Dwight Howard was inviting them to Taiwan <laughs> for a minute, and you yeah. know, I, I think both of us were kind of agreeing that we didn't see a big market for him, but he got a, a really good contract. Uh, Houston Rockets signed Dylan Brooks for eighty million dollars. I'm surprised by that, uh, but they signed. <laughs> they signed him. Listen, I'm not surprised about the team. I'm surprised about the money. Because <laughs> we could. Because when we talked about him, we were like, okay, he's gonna go to a team like the Rockets. That's literally one team we talked about. Yeah, or, like one of those franchises. You know what I'm saying? Young and rebuilding kind of uh, young rebuilding teams. Mm. But hey, this move doesn't look as bad considering who else the Rockets got. You know, they also got Fred Van Vliet on the three-year deal uh, and Jock Londell. Yep. So like, we know what uh, Van Vliet is capable of. All-star. Chuck Landell had some solid uh, minutes with the Suns this past season. So, 
Really good moves. Um, yeah, and shout out to Van Vliet. You know, three years, one thirty million. You know, just do a bit on himself. Got that money. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the biggest contract for an undrafted player. That's what's up. Shout out to. Shout out to Fred Van Vliet, man. He hooping and holding it down. Um, Yeah, he wants to go out there and compete, man. So that's That's dope. But yeah, this doesn't look as bad. I mean, like Dylan Brooks, he, he does bring you defensive tenacity, somewhat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, Joker, I, it's Joker. Like, <laughs> he, he can't. It just yo, he got hit his own way. Yeah, last season, man. Just yeah. turn down the distractions. Ime Udoka is a. We believe he's a good coach. We really see his capabilities here with this young roster, with the mix of good veterans, though. You know. There's some good veterans in Van Bleet and I was I was I was to say Brooks is a good veteran, but some distractions last season. <laughs> but nevertheless, he is a veteran. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he is a veteran. We we can agree on that. I think he's and this this is no disrespect. I'm just surprised, man. I'm just surprised. Now, I think the it's, world it's, is it's, it's not a one-year deal, prove it type thing. It's not even like that, bro. Four years, eighty million. Yeah, no, that's hey. The Rocks have money to spend, so that's part of it too. You, know? you got to spend that money. I guess, man. Uh, personally, I wouldn't have spent that money. That's just me, though. But this is this is what I'm trying to say about Dylan Brooks is that. I'm not disrespecting him. I, I think he does add some value when it comes to if he when he's focused, of course. When he's focused and he's not chirping a lot and he can just play basketball like he's getting paid to do. He can he can play decent perimeter defense. He can knock down a couple threes a game. You know, he he, he can add some tenacity. He's aggressive, obviously. Um can he just, you know, like you said, stay out of his own way, play ball, be focused? That is the question. That's the only thing. Like, we don't question his basketball ability. Like, he's in the NBA, obviously. Right, like, he can, right. he can play. In the world. Yep. He can play for sure. It's just that the antics, you know, yeah. you and I are not the, the antics type people. Oh, no. And obviously, the Grizzlies weren't either. So, <laughs> he found that out. But, uh, hey, I, I think it's good for him, and he can kind of rebrand himself. He has the opportunity to. So. And it, it shows good signs of faith that the, the Rockets want to potentially build with you and give you a four-year deal. So, take advantage and go out there, play good defense, and, and be a good vet. That's all you can do. But good for him. And this is another big name for your agent, like. It was reported that Westbrook was going to take his time in free agency. And with all the James Harden news, it kind of makes sense they're going to get this deal done. So Russell Westbrook returns to the Clippers on a two-year deal, $8 million, $8 million with the player option. So basically how this looks is that, you know, one year, another year with the Clippers, you know, you assume he'll opt out, of course, that second year and get another bag somewhere. But... The Clippers also got KJ Martin in the trade of the Rockets, and Mason Plumlee is going to return on a one-year deal. So they they're able to get both their players. They played key roles last season: Mason Plumlee and Russell Westbrook. And um, low deals. Yeah, very 
very low deals and very uh <clears throat> it's different. You get in Westbrook at a bargain at this point compared to like so steals. <laughs> this is basically it's it's really a steal at this point. Yeah. Uh considering the end the how his season ended and how well that team played against the Suns without their two stars, you know, says a lot. So I'm me personally as a fan, I'm glad Westbrook is back with the Clippers. It makes sense. Your home is in LA, your family's in LA, LA native. Um and clearly this shows that Russ wants the championship at this point to me. Rather than getting the bag, because obviously you could have got a bag anywhere else. Yeah. You know, because he played himself 2 one, you know, how he ended the season. You know, so because sure. he was also rumored with the Heat for a second, I think. I saw reports about that. But LA is home. I'm happy for him. Yeah. Shout out to the Clippers getting these players and We'll see, because they still have a lot of depth with that team, man. Norman Powell. Uh, we'll, we'll see what they do with this James Harden situation. How does that affect the James Harden situation, too, by the way? Like, how do you think? They got Westbrook. So, mm-hmm. you already feel the, the point guard now at this point. You still try to block James Harden? Mm, I think it's possible that we could see maybe a three-team trade if there's a Philly Clippers type situation going on that could involve um, potentially Westbrook. I think they want to keep him for sure, but if they're trying to make things move around, uh, they could ship some of these pieces that they just signed and add other pieces for sure, but I, I don't know. It's kind of counterproductive to me if you are signing Westbrook to be the point guard and then you bring in James Harden who's very ball dominant um, and you got to figure out the other pieces in this with PG and Kawhi how that looks and then Kawhi comes back from injury it's I don't know like we you know we talked about this but James is kind of difficult to read right now with what he wants to do. I think he wants to be the ball handler and scorer type guy, number one option. I don't think he can be that on on the Clippers, especially if you still have Russ and and PG and Kawhi. But they do have a lot of assets. So, Yeah, opting to that deal makes it so difficult for James to move, man. I'm just saying it'd be different. He opted out and was a free agent. And got like a pay cut too, you know, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this this is notable for like we've never seen this is an MVP. This is like one of the biggest pay cuts for an MVP in like a long history. You know what I'm saying? A former MVP. Nine time all star. Triple double leader. Triple double <laughs> leader. Top seventy five player of all time. So I want to say I want to hear nobody say anything about like Russ being like you know just playing for money. money, yeah, just going after the money at this point. Like he's literally playing for a championship right now. Yeah, yeah. In LA, like yeah, and he'll still work just as hard and everything. Like that's just that's who Russ is. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if he doesn't. But I'm, I'm expecting him to, but just as hard, 
play every game, you know, so. Absolutely, man. I feel like um, Russell Westbrook not having a double digit in his contract is like, mm-hmm. really? Multiple years. Well, yeah. two years, you know, yeah, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Man. For the player with the option. It's the second year, so it's, it's essentially one year deal. Essentially, yeah. But man, um, I'm always gonna root for what Russell Westbrook for sure. He's one of the best guys to watch in the league, and just a good, just a good guy overall, man. So, yeah. shout out to him, man, for still. Yeah. We're we're in a world where Dylan Brooks <laughs> is getting more money annually. Russell Westbrook, bro. And again, for those that don't understand, the, the Clippers offer all that they could, honestly. They ain't have money to give. You know, with two superstars on superstar deals already, role players already got pieces of the pie. It's, it's, little, it's a little bit you can do. So I'm very impressed that they were able to keep Mason Plumley and Russell Westbrook and they get a good young asset. And KJ Martin, like that's underrated too. So, sure. I'd say the yeah, you go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just saying like the KJ Martin move was really good. Uh, Plumley, I know they're. I think they're kind of shopping Zubac, or he may be a free agent. So they they definitely want to be able to have a dynamic big and Plumley, Russell Westbrook, just generational talent. So being able to keep him for what they could. Really big. Um, I like what they're what they're building over there too, and hopefully that they, they can they can make some moves. And yeah, for for me now it's all about health. They can stay healthy. Yeah. And, uh, and if they can, you know, they really could make a run. So we talked about a couple of these teams making moves to try to get to the championship. Uh, we have to talk about the Denver Nuggets. They just won, and every goes to try to go back there. You know, once you get a taste, you gotta try to go back. So, the Nuggets moves where they re- they got Justin Holiday on a one year deal, Reggie Jackson is returning on a two year deal, and DeAndre Jordan is returning. And that's it. Of course, we mentioned Bruce Brown is going to the Pacers. We talked about that earlier. So, at this point, Zay, are the Denver Nuggets still the leading top dogs, basically, to go back and win the championship? What do you think? I think the Nuggets are still the number one team in the West, for sure. I do feel like the loss of Bruce Brown is is going to be big, uh, especially with what he can do on both ends of the floor. Just kind of a, especially this year, I feel like he was very much unlocked. Um, playing with, and you're playing with Jokic, guy who can help you in so many ways, just being in the right spot, you get a bucket, or you help to get another bucket for somebody else. It's, it's really easy. He makes the game so easy. Um, but I think they added shooting in Justin Holiday. Uh, he's he's known for his shooting, so he'll get good looks with Jokic. Uh, they did keep Reggie Jackson, who did play a little bit of a role in the playoffs, as well as DeAndre Jordan. 
savvy vet, big man who can still give some good minutes, I think. So I think the Nuggets are still up there. I just, uh, I would have uh, tried my best to keep Bruce Brown. Though. I feel like that's that's going to hurt them a little bit down the line because he, he brought you some depth off the bench, scoring threat. He can handle the ball as we can, as we saw this year. And he was really, he was really solid for them. Two-way player. But I still think the Nuggets are, are in position to be the best team in the West. Okay, yeah. Not only did they lose Bruce Brown, they also lost uh, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant into your Miami Heat. Yeah. Uh, and again, I think that's a great move for the Heat. Uh, get a big man like that. Whether yeah. y'all start him or bring him off the bench. TV. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all kept Kevin Love. You signed him. So, it's all about the Dame stuff with y'all before we make a... <laughs> Decision about the heat and where they at. <laughs> Cause yeah. y'all made some good moves though. Either way, I know you lost yeah. some valuable players too. Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. Yeah. Uh, he went to the Cavaliers, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, Max went got the bag. <laughs> <laughs> but still, uh, that's tough. Bruce Brown. I, I wish they kept him, but Bruce Brown earned that bag. Denver didn't really have have it to give. So, I mean, you gotta do what you gotta Makes do. Sense. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, I, I'm still gonna give Devin the benefit of the doubt, and I still give them the top, you know, the best, the most, the favorite to win the championship. Because you got to imagine Jim Murray is gonna go up another step at this point. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. I expect him to go up. Aaron Gordon. Yeah, I, I'm expecting all those players that contributed to. Yeah, it's like a monkey. Uh, waist off your back a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And you can go up to that next level. But Jamal Murray should be motivated because he hasn't even been an all-star yet. So I feel like he'll be motivated. Jokic, yeah. he's just motivated by greatness at this point, you know? That dude. So, that it's dude. crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> as long as I got Jokic playing where he's at, and if he even gets better, it's hard to imagine, but if he gets better as something else to his, to his skill set, Crazy. See, I still say Nuggets still up there, man. For sure. Jokic just has everything already. It's it's like only thing he could if he improves on defense, it's just like, okay, now what can he not do? Exactly. <laughs> that's that's only that's like the only weakness in his game. And it's not even like a weakness because he's still smart on defense. Yeah, he's still big. Like he'll still he's a plus on this okay. defensive side. It's not like he's a minus. So yeah. Man, but yeah, the Nuggets still Nuggets are gonna compete, man. They're they're the top dogs to me in the West. Yep. So since y'all since you talked about the Nuggets in the West, so who's what team is favorite now to win the East now? Oh, you know what I'm gonna say. But, but that's not even settled though. We don't even know. All right, if, all right. If they it don't lose, even matter. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say. Still though, outside of the Heat, the number two. We'll we'll oh, put it sure there. okay yeah outside of heat for you who's, um, who's top outside of the heat for you man uh hmm I like you think about it Boston made some moves I like the Boston. Bucks and the Bucks were able to keep Brooke they added Robin they kept Chris so hmm uh 
I'm going to say Milwaukee. And I say Milwaukee because even though we've eliminated them in the first round this past uh, playoffs, they didn't have a healthy Giannis. Now they get healthy Giannis back. Bring Lopez, both Lopez twins. You got Middleton, Drew Holiday, obviously one of the best two-way players in the league. They uh they have bench depth. They have good young guys still. I feel like and Bobby Portis, like they got key guys that they have pretty much kept intact. I feel like they can they they had the most success in the regular season this past season. I want to say they should be good to go as long as they can. A, get healthy, stay healthy with Middleton, obviously missing a lot of time with his knee injury. And you know what Giannis is going to do, 100%. Steam steam train coming through, freight train coming through, 100% every single time. Every time. I feel like that's going to be hard to beat. And they got, they're got they fortified with, with one of the most dynamic bigs who can shoot threes, who can block shots, who can post up, who face up. Like, they, they got a good squad. And I think they have the most experience together, so I feel like they have a slight advantage. Porzingis is obviously is good. He's, he's long, he's big. Tatum, Brown, and, and Boston, they're solid. But the mark is smart. Think, I feel like Marcus Smart was like the ultimate glue guy for them, and I want to see how they mesh before I like give them top, you know, behind the heat. Yeah, for me, uh, I would say for me is between Philly is unstable right now. I'm not sure about Philly right now, so they're out for me. So yeah. it's between the Heat, the Bucks, and the and the Celtics for me. And for me, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the bro with the Bucks. Because like like, like like what you said, you know, Giannis was hurt. He'll be healthy this season. You're ready to bring back some key free agents. Uh, your roster. I'm, I, I trust. The bottom line, I trust Milwaukee a little bit more than I do Boston right now. That's true. Uh, I just I just trust them a little bit more. There's a certain I can do. There's a certain reliability I can have with the books. In Boston, like you said, Marcus Smart is a big question. That's a big hole to fill, you know, leadership wise, defensively, all those things. And how will Chris Stouts fit? Can he stay healthy? I mean, I know he's, he had a pretty good season with the Wizards, but still, that's always going to be a question because yeah. he's been riddled with that throughout his career. Now, it seems to be on the up, but can it stay that way? Who's uh, going to step up between Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown? Can both of them step up, you know? So it's tough, and uh, the only question mark I have with the Bucks is just how the new culture fit. You know, will you get the buy-in of the players? I would assume that he will. Yeah, that's the only question I have. And if the Heat do get Dame, depending on who they give up, I may change my answer. <laughs> it depends on who they give up. And yeah. like who well, y'all get just because that's in the air right now. That's why I can't really say the Heat right now. Because overall, yeah. books have the better talent than the Heat right now. That's constructed right now. Yeah. Hey, don't sleep on Cleveland either. Um, I know they may be shifting Darius Garland, but I feel like they still have a really uh, 
nicely constructed roster and Donovan Mitchell should be motivated. He should be, especially after the exit last year. They do have the Cavs got Karis LeVert back. They signed George Niang and our guy Max Struess, adding a great dynamic shooter in Max. Uh, So in a a signing trade, yeah, I think uh, I think they could be a sleeper, but I'm looking I'm looking for them to do do great things too. It could be and. The team that took a step back to me, I mean, I don't know why the, the Knicks didn't, they're not really doing much this offseason. They got Dante DiVincenzo, but. Uh, and you traded Obi Toppin, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what they got though. back in return for Obi, but. Um, they got to figure out Julius Randle's situation. Yep. That's true. Bronson is... I, I trust Bronson completely. Me too. He earned that. But need Randall to be the... Honestly, to be the second and to be the consistent second to me. Otherwise... It's pretty cool. I mean, their roster's still pretty straight, you know. They got Jalen quickly. Quentin Grimes, DiVincenzo, uh, RJ Bear, Josh Hart still, uh, Julius Randle, Mitch Robson, basically. They should just add shooting, honestly. Yeah. Add some more shooting. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, that's all you got, though. Favorites in the East. Uh, We both got, well, Zay got the Heat. (laughs) I got the Bucks. <laughs> In the West, we both still agree with the Nuggets. So let us know y'all thoughts, though. Y'all agree? Heat and seven this time. Man, uh, unfortunately, part of the business, man. We saw a lot of, a lot of layoffs from ESPN. Um, some big names, man. I know some of our, some of our people. Uh, dang, I felt bad for Jalen Rose for sure, man, because. Jalen Rose, man. Jalen Rose is out of ESPN, man. 15 years he's been there, like, forever, bro. I feel like... Him? Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy? Like, what are, y'all, what are y'all doing? Matt Skellerman, gone. Like, yo, these are some big names. And for the basketball world, Jeff Van Gundy, I'm not going to hear Jeff Van Gundy no more? You broke up the trio... You Mark broke up Jackson, the trio. Mike Bray and Jeff. JVJ is this is man. Things are changing. It's, it's, right? not, it's <laughs> not gonna be the same. Yo, I I I've been so used to hearing them for the longest. For sure. That's gonna be so different for me watching basketball and it comes finals time. And yo, Jalen and Jalen Rose, bro, he was one of my favorite analysts to watch. And y'all keep some of these other analysts I don't really care about. I'm not going to say their names because I, I, <laughs> I ain't going to say their names, bro. But still, if you, y'all probably guess what I'm talking about. Y'all keep these other analysts, though. But it's tough, man. The ESPN is just, apparently they've been losing money. The streaming wars is still a thing, man. Um, 
because this is this is primarily a cable company, you know what I'm saying? And they haven't really been able to make up the revenue with streaming yet. Because you know they got their ESPN Plus, but it's not really the reason to get ESPN Plus right now, you know what I'm saying? And you got it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got it too, but there's really no benefit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's, you can still watch the same stuff. You know what I'm saying? They're not really any, they're not really offering like exclusives like that that are worth it. So yeah. I get it. I mean it's it's all at the end of the day, it comes down to what's making money, what what's good for the business. But man, it's gonna be That's crazy. Tough, man. There's, not, there's no way to, to watch not keep them. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I Man, it's it sucks, and it's it's also it's not even just obviously we get the news about the big names, but there's plenty of technical producers, technical mm-hmm. assistants yeah, well, yeah. that the other anchors that are gone. They have yeah. le- little or less protection than some of the on camera big names that we know of. So um, it it's definitely tough. it sucks, but wishing the wishing the best for all of all of those who got laid off and and. Lost jobs, lost opportunities, and hopefully the next one is the best one or the or the right one for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I wonder where Jalen Rose gonna go. Whatever, where uh, some of these big names are going. Man, it's just gonna be hard. It's really hard for you to listen to games like that, man. It's crazy. I guess they can get. They still got doors, right? So, I would. I like doors. So, I don't know, man. That's tough. It's difficult, bro. It's it's, it's yeah. a man. Wow, end of an era, like <laughs> it is though. End of an era, man. Crazy. Dang. Thank you for tuning in to Swiss Masters Podcast. Uh, we see y'all watching. We see y'all listening. Keep subscribing. Keep sharing. Keep commenting. Uh, man, we really appreciate y'all support. We really do. Uh, you know, as the NBA offseason is wrapping up. It'll be about our time to wrap up too. We'll keep monitoring some news and things like that. We'll see when this Dame news drops, and we'll probably meet up again for that. But other than that, we may take a little break. But you know, we'll be back better than ever still. But you know, we appreciate y'all's support. Absolutely. Thank y'all for tuning in. Keep liking, keep sharing, keep subscribing. Keep hitting the notification bell. We got new videos. We got new podcast episodes. We got new everything. Switch Master, Switch Game, we here. We appreciate y'all. And as soon as that Dame news drops, I'll be on Twitter. So, guys, <laughs> do not exceed the limit for me. I need to know. Elon, I hope he fixed it, but I'm going to be on Twitter. But thank y'all. We appreciate yeah. it. <laughs>